Well, thank you to everyone who took part in that video. It's such a blessing to see your faces, to see you having a bit of fun, not taking yourself too seriously, giving us a wave and just showing us your, your wonderful faces that we've missed so much these last few months. Today, I want to celebrate how we are together as a church family, even though we are apart. And because we're together, that we can live more for Jesus than we were if we were apart. So let's look at our passage, will we? The passage in a lot of translations starts with the word therefore. And if you ever see a therefore in a passage, it's great to see what it is there for, why it's there. And it's there because there's a passage that comes before it that it is referring to. And that passage here is Hebrews chapter 11. And Hebrews chapter 11 has this long list of the people of faith, starting from Abraham and going through the Bible. It talks about all these characters who lived for God because of their faith and they trusted God and they were able to follow him because of that. And I don't know about you, but I look at all of these people in this video um, that just came before and I think the same. I see a long list of people who are living for Jesus and I look at them and I think I want to live like them. Our passage calls it the great cloud of witnesses. There are lots of people who are living for God and, and speaking out for him. <clears throat> and there's loads of people in church that I want to live like. People who've got loads of peace and loads of joy, really prayerful people, really people who want to share God's word loads with other people. And I look at them and I think I want to be like them when I'm older. If you're 80, I'm sure there's people who you look around and you say, I want to be like them when I'm older. But what does it look like for us to live like those people? Those people around us and those people in Hebrews chapter 11? Well, it looks like we put Jesus first. We run to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. This Jesus we make number one in our lives. We, we talked a few weeks ago about how we live for an audience of one. That we put Jesus first by loving God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength and loving our neighbour as ourselves. And all our decisions come under those two things. And so if we choose between sport or going to church, if we choose between um, our friends and who we hang out with, if we choose between what we watch on TV, we put all those things through the filter of loving God and loving others. And if those things don't add up to that, then we just don't do them. And that is a really simple way of looking at the decisions that we make in our lives. We fix our eyes on Jesus. And we also get rid of the things in our lives that don't help us to go towards Jesus. Um, we don't just make decisions that go towards Jesus. We get rid of the things that aren't pointing us towards Jesus. Or in this passage that says, cast off the sin that so easily entangles. Like running a race and we're holding on to weights. We let go of those things and we follow Jesus. The things that we think that aren't helpful, that don't bring God towards us. And sometimes that's things we think about ourselves. The things that we do towards other people that um, do not bring us towards God. And the things that we say that don't build, build ourselves up or don't build others up. We don't say those things anymore. And God helps us to cast those things off, which is amazing. We're going to talk about that in a little second. Have you ever run a race? Boys and girls, you might want to stop the video here and, and talk about some races that you might have run. I've run lots of races in my life. Um, I, the first one I think of is P6, winning the, sec, the second place in the Egg and Spoon. Um, that's probably one of the only medals I ever got in life. 
Um, but in school, I used to be really good at the 800 meters, the 1500 meters, I did the 3000 meters one day. Um, and in university, I ran the Belfast Marathon in 2013. And here's a picture of me running it. You know the thing about races? They're not easy. Races are never meant to be easy. We're supposed to run them really hard so that we can beat ourselves, as in beat our personal best, or beat our time, get a really good time, or beat the other people in the race. And the, the person, the writer of Hebrews says that we run the race towards Jesus, knowing that life is not easy. And we all know that after this period of time in lockdown, that life is not easy. But you know what else? Races are also really fun. I might look like that in that photo, but I actually had a really great time that day. And another reason for that is because in, in the race, you would write your name on, on your number so that people can call out your name as you run past them. The whole way through Belfast, people who have never seen me before, never met me, were shouting, go on, Mark, you can do it. You can get to the finish line. You can go keep going. Boy, keep her lit. And it's the same with all those people we had in that video and the great cloud of witnesses before behind us. They said, go on, you can do it. You can cast off those sins. You can make those choices to choose Jesus. You can follow him, which is amazing. And this passage says that we run making Jesus our finish line. But the, the also the amazing thing about that is we don't just run to Jesus, we run with him. It's a really great story of a race in the 1982 Olympics. And I know that Nigel's talked about this race before. A British sprinter called Derek Redmond was in the semi-final in the Olympics. And he was just about to start off. He was a really good sprinter and he thought he could do pretty well. And as they run off about um, 50 metres down the track, Derek Redmond hears, he doesn't feel it first, he hears a big pop and an, an immense amount of pain in his leg. And he's pulled his hamstring. He's actually torn his hamstring, which is a really painful um, injury. But instead of stopping, he gets up and he hobbles along trying to finish the race. You can look at the footage online. It's really inspiring. And then someone comes running on to the racetrack and people are trying to stop him. Um, but he comes up and he comes beside Derek and he pulls alongside him and he puts him on his shoulders and he helps him to the finish line. And that's Derek's father. And just like that, Jesus comes alongside us and says, not only just spurring us on, he carries us through and it helps us to get to the finish line. So one day we'll come before God and he will say, well done, good and faithful servant, as we ran the race for him. You know, the amazing thing is that we don't run, do all this for any old reason. We do this because Jesus gave his all for us. Jesus came to earth as a man. He lived like you and me, suffered all the things we've suffered, went through all the temptations that we've went through, but didn't sin. He died on the cross that you and me can know God now and forever and have full life with him right now and into the future. That's why we do all of these things, surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, because he did it all first. So let's visit this passage again. Why um, do we live for God? Because we're, such, we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. How do we live like them? We put Jesus first and make him our finish line. How do we run that race? We cast off the sins that so easily entangle us. 
and we fix our eyes on Jesus, knowing that we don't just run to him, but we run with him. And we do all of this because of all that Jesus has done for us in sending and coming to earth and dying for us. So we are together as a family of God and we spur each other on, just like I was running that marathon and people were spurring me on. We spur each other on and we encourage each other that we can run for Jesus no matter what age, no matter where we've come from, that we're invited into the family of God and we spur each other on to live for him. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all of the great cloud of witnesses that we have in Bangor Parish and in the church globally. Thank you so much that we are surrounded by so many people who I can look up to and say, God, I want to be like them when I'm older. God, thank you that you have made your yoke easy and your burden light. That You have told us that we can follow you by loving you and loving others. As simple as that. Thank you that we do that by casting off all the things in our lives that don't help us to follow you. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that we don't just run to you as in getting to heaven someday, pie in the sky when we die, God, but, but we can have full life with you now in this moment. That you come alongside us and you help us to live for you. Thank you so much, Jesus, for all of your great love for us. And thank you that we can know you now and forever because of what you did for us on the cross.